Ah, finally. Pods, you can speak? Yes, yes Daisy, Daisy, I can. can. Tick, 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 tick. Incoming quest question. What, what do, do I need on a day Ah, great question. Let's get to it. And Pods? Yes. My name's not Daisy. Good day, everybody. I'm Justin Grippentrog, and you're listening to The Day Hiker's Guide to Reality, a podcast for those who want to get out into nature and build camaraderie through storytelling. The 11 Essentials. What are they? A quick Google search will tell you that the 10 Essentials are survival items that hiking and scouting organizations recommend for being safe outdoors and in the backcountry. Stick around until the end to find out what I believe the 11th Essential should always be. Alrighty, first off on our list is food. Sugars, carbs, and proteins. Bring a mix. Find out what works for your body. I find that sugars such as fruit snacks, dried fruit, and M&Ms always give me quick energy when I'm dragging. Snacks higher in carbs and proteins tend to be my uh, break snacks as they tend to sit heavier in my stomach. But once they settle, I'm ready to run. In reality, this is your time. Bring a sandwich or even burritos. Real food, air quotes, hits different when you're tired. You can't beat a good trail mix. Second on our list is water, the life source. How much H2O do you drink in a normal day? The general rule of thumb that I teach my clients is half your body weight in ounces. And if you're at higher elevations, drink even more water. Usually on the trail, I bring about two liters and an alternative source for water if I know that water is going to be scarce on the hike. If you know water is going to be readily available on the trail and you're trying to go ultra light, it's a good idea to pick up some iodine tablets and taste neutralizing tablets to help purify the water. Uh, you could also grab a water filtration system like a life straw, and if you absolutely needed to, you could always boil your water. The CDC recommends to bring water to a rolling boil for one minute, but if you're above 6,500 feet, uh, they recommend about three minutes for a rolling boil. A nasty little parasite that all day hikers should be aware of is Giardia. It's a parasite that comes from human and animal feces that contaminates water and food. I knew several people who got Giardia one time, and boom! Death by poo stew. Okay, they didn't really die, but super unpleasant. Stay healthy and don't drink dirty water. Number three on the list is a fire source. Rule to live by. Always bring three sources of fire. A lighter is something I always carry on me, waterproof matches, and a flint rod. Those are my go-to. But be responsible. Don't start a fire unless you have to. And be aware of any fire bans in your area. You don't want to be responsible for burning down the whole forest and being a home wrecker for all those poor little animals. And will probably cost you a heavy fine. But if it comes to the point where you need a fire to stay warm, boil water, or cook your meal, it's handy to know that birch bark and pine needles make great fire starters. Number four on the list is a utility tool. Whether it's a knife or a leatherman, it's always useful to have something that can be used to assist in first aid, start a fire, and debatably for self-defense. 
We won't discuss hiking with a firearm in this episode, but if you are interested in this topic, reach out and let me know at dayhikeguidepodcast at gmail.com or send me a message on social media, whoever floats your boat. Number five on our list is extra layers. Did you know that hypothermia isn't just a winter activity hazard? Hypothermia is indicated when a person's core temperature drops below 95 degrees Fahrenheit or 35 degrees Celsius. Again, nobody ever plans on getting lost, but imagine this. You're hiking on a warm 80 degree summer day and you're in shorts and a t-shirt and nothing can go wrong, right? wrong suddenly the temperature dips at night and it starts to rain or you got wet because you decided to go for a swim in the river this can quickly turn into a dangerous situation so always remember bring extra layers even if you think you won't need them because the unexpected does happen number six a first aid kit it's easy to pick up a first aid kit uh, but the hard part is learning how to use everything in your kit I personally always carry alcohol wipes, band-aids, Tylenol, and Advil since I can't have Advil, but you know, maybe somebody I'm with needs Advil. And I carry Ace Rat bandage. A little tip from a friend, always bring moleskin. Moleskin will save your feet, especially if you just picked up a new pair of hiking shoes, hiking boots, and you haven't really broken them in. It can really be a game changer from a long day on your feet or just a minor problem. Again, learn how to use everything in your first aid kit. It really can make the difference. YouTube's a great resource for figuring that stuff out. Number seven on our list is a flashlight or headlamp with extra batteries. If you have one set of extra batteries, you got none. Let me repeat that. If you have one extra set of batteries, you got none. I always carry a headlamp and my cell phone on me as a light source. Uh, it's always a good idea to have extra batteries. Accidents do happen, we drop them, we lose them. You don't want to get stuck on the trail after dark with no light source. And if you plan to go day hiking in the mountains, you know, you might know when sundown is, but you always have to keep in mind that if you're below the summit or the tree line, it may get a lot darker earlier than the news report said or what you saw on the internet. So just something to keep in mind. Number eight on our list is sun protection, sunblock, sunglasses, hats, and long sleeves. Burning sucks, period. Number nine is a form of shelter. Now, we're not always gonna be going out to go camping, but it is a good idea to have something that you can convert into a emergency shelter if need be. A space blanket's a great option and it's multifunctional. It can keep you warm in the occurrence that somebody in your group develops hypothermia. Another option's a bivy sack. And that's pretty light and it's a great shelter uh, that could be used in tandem with that space blanket. What is a bivy sack? Oh, I'm sorry, Pods. A bivy sack essentially is a sleeping bag without all the stuffing that one person can crawl into for shelter. Number 10 on our list is navigation. Always bring a map and compass on your hike if you know how to use it, or download your hike map on your smartphone. Consider bringing an external power source if you plan to do this, because what good is the map on your cell phone if it dies? Um, an app I like to use for downloading the trail maps on my phone is All Trails. Check it out. Now, what you all have been waiting for, the 11th essential. What do you think it is? Huh? It's your friends or your family or your loved ones. Uh, or, you know, if you prefer the solo hike, which we will talk about in a later episode, uh, please let the people you care about know where you're going to be. Uh, if you get lost on the trail, at least somebody knows where to start looking for you.
I often wonder about how many deceased hikers could have been saved if they would just have gone with the group or told others where they planned to be for that day. So, there you have it, the 11 essentials. While this is not an extensive inventory of the items you may want or need, depending on your location, most resources will agree that all of these things are invaluable and can make the difference between life and death when you're recreating outdoors. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please follow me on Spotify or on my website, thedayhikersguidetoreality.buzzsprout.com. Also, find me on Instagram and Facebook at dayhikerguidetoreality. Come back next week as I give you the history on our country's first national park, Yellowstone. Is there anything that you think that I missed? Or a topic that you want me to discuss in the future? Feel free to email me at dayhikeguidepodcasts at gmail.com. Catch you later.